Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How the devil are we all doing? Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash screamables. My name is Graham Day. How the devil are you? And I am joined by, well, you know, he is it's Bibber. It's Bibber! I'll read Bib. <laughs> Good morning, Graham. Uh, do you know what? We're going to go to Bib Cam, not because Bib is there, but because Coco's there. Good morning, Coco's butt. <laughs> yeah. Georgia. <laughs> she did so turn around as well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Al Ritz, how are we all doing? Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream applause. My name is Green Day, as mentioned. This is Babe, as mentioned. You can almost kind of see Coco right now. As mentioned, and anyway, we are Ice Cream Upwards. We are here to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions on ours. So if you're in the chat, please feel free to do to do 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 to to get involved. There we go. It's been a couple of days off. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Anyway, feel free to get involved. It has been a few days off. I wasn't here at the end of the week. You will probably notice my room, although not finished, is now starting to look very different from what it looked like before. It will change again, uh, no doubt, over the next mm -hmm. week or so. So uh, we'll, we'll leave that for now. We'll put a pin in that and we'll come back to that when it's finished because there is a lot for us to go over. Obviously, we've been bringing you E3 content over the weekend. Ice Cream Uploads and Friends, um, which is a nice easy name that rolls off the tongue, but I keep mentioning on the streams. It's probably not fair because it's it kind of... That kind of implies it's us that's doing everything, but it's absolutely not. Me, Bib, Mr. T, uh, Nico, Show, and Ben from Next Gen Base have, have all been jumping in and out to host and co-host E3 watch-alongs from all of the showcases over the weekend. Starting off with the most exciting and riveting stream from Koch Primetime on Friday, which Bibby absolutely loved. Two hours of... Pain. <laughs> Uh, so we had that first thing on Friday, uh, Ubisoft Saturday, and then we had a bunch of watch-alongs on the Sunday night, and we had um, one amalgamated conference last night from Capcom, which also was about as exciting as the Koch one to begin with. Anyway, so we've got a lot of content that we can jump in and out. We're not necessarily going to jump into those conferences. If you want to see those, you can see those broadcasts um, on our channel, on Mr. T's channel, and on Nico's channel too. Show's channel should have been the hosting place for um, some of the Sunday content, but because he had OBS issues, those are on our channel too, so you will be able to see all of that. So we'll probably jump in and out of bits of that, but but yeah, we do have four specific news stories that we are going to try and plough through for you today. So it's probably not going to be the, the longest show because we have things to do, but we'll try to give you um we'll be concise rather than rushing that's what the, that's what i'm looking for anyway so as mentioned we will give you our thoughts and impressions on the stories and the e3 conference and stuff but it's more important that you give us your impressions too because we turn this live stream into a podcast a video that goes on youtube with all of the other videos that have gone on youtube recently plus an audio podcast that goes on itunes and spotify and soundcloud and google play so please do get involved on behalf of everyone else that watches and listens on demand i'm talking to you OG Bibi, and everyone else as well. Obviously, we appreciate you all. If you are watching and listening on demand, please do feel free to reach out to us. Let us know on social media or in the comments on YouTube, wherever. Um, and we'll give you a shout. It's nice. It's nice to know. It's nice to know. Before we jump into the news, though, a little bit uh, to mention. First of all, exclamation mark, insert coin, because I am wearing an insert coin hoodie. It's too hot to be wearing a hoodie, but it came on Sunday uh, or Saturday. I can't remember. Saturday it came. So I, I'm wearing it just like I wore one for the Xbox conference on Sunday. So yes, uh, it's it will be coming after, after the stream. I'm just showing it off. Brand new Doom hoodie. Uh, exclamation mark, insert coin in the chat. Chatbot is open. Nice. Uh, to get yourself 20% off all insert coin products. As well as that... As always, a reminder that we do the loot drop, exclamation mark, loot drop, and you can get yourself a 
prize every month just for being a sub. All the details will be in the tweet linked if you do type exclamation mark loot drop in the chat. And finally, exclamation mark muscle moose because we're not giving them a shout out for a while. And today will absolutely be a muscle moose day for me. <laughs> I've got a fridge right next to me and uh, it's stocked full of cold drinks and like I say, sweating like hell with a hoodie on. So that will be, will be in use. Anyway, babe. E3 weekend. Mm. Um, Mr. Yes. T in the chat said, oh, it's gone now. Koch shudders. Apart from that, yeah. thoughts? So far, well, when you look at it from far, when we started to get the timeline of what was going to be taking place in the entirety of E3, I think everyone's hopes and dreams was pinned on the Microsoft and Bethesda conference. And I think that's probably the only one that's probably overall given us a super show. The Ubisoft forward one was pretty good. But when we're talking about the shows that we're going to be talking about for a while, I think like that Microsoft Bethesda one would just hit all of the right notes. It, everything that you could possibly want, including, let's get my pen and paper here. All of these games, barring two, will be coming to Game Pass. I know it's probably going to be quite, it's not going to be that legible, um, but that is a full A4 piece of paper games on it that are all going to be coming to game pass and i think that's the that was the tone that microsoft wanted to set and i think that is exactly what they achieved and social media isn't usually the greatest barometer of people's thoughts and feelings because it's full of assholes but i don't i didn't hear i did hear but overall the consensus was it was a very 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 good show there was obviously people who was pissed off with whatever because people get pissed off about the smallest things but i think that was easily the best show that we have seen i think it's going to take a lot to beat it this year like we've obviously got games going coming up later on this year but in terms of an absolute wall-to-wall banger of a show i I don't think there's many that are going to even come close with that no i think you're right i think you're right i think the my second favorite uh conference so far is, do you know what? I'll give a shout out to the PC gaming show because one of the things that I was mentioning when we, we were covering the PC gaming show on Sunday was obviously you have to be the PC gaming crowd, uh, crowd to fully take that to heart. And whilst I have a PC and I'm a gamer and I do some PC gaming, I'm still not a fully fledged PC gamer. So there's a lot of games in there that don't really speak to me. Um, but 10 out of 10 effort for the, uh, like, the fact that they built a narrative into the production and they tried to give it a good show and stuff and whether that worked for you or not or not mm-hmm. that's that you can you can debate till the cows come home but but they tried to do something uh with the conference so i'll give them a shout for that but the limited run games it's the first time i've watched limited run games as conference and mm-hmm. it was so funny it was it was i don't know if it was half an hour an hour some, something like that but they kept doing self-aware cutouts um and there was a bit that i tweeted from the ice cream applause account yesterday and it's like let's check out the uh limited run lounge to check out the hype levels or something like that and it cuts to this this grotty like storage room with just what looks like a person in a black sack (laughs) wriggling around on the floor (laughs) and then it cuts back to the presenter and he goes uh maximum hype (laughs) and that's it they don't mention it (laughs) nobody says anything and it just cuts to another game thing and you're like the fuck did i just watch but it was it was genius it was just like there was so much stuff like that that they kept throwing in it was like we spoke about it so we watched the 
um, the Xbox conference and and uh, so on, and the Outer Worlds 2 trailer. When we were talking about it yesterday on the stream, mm-hmm. Mr. T said we might have been speaking because we didn't get the full impact of it, but I think it was the DMCA stuff. In taking out the audio, we inadvertently lost the voiceover stuff. So the Outer Worlds trailer, genius, the way that they basically said we don't have much to say, so we're going to narrate the trailer in a stupid over-the-top sort of way, but in a Hollywood movie voice kind of way. And th- that's probably the best trailer that's come out of E3. And with the same comedy, Limited Run Games is definitely in the same sort of conversation. So, yeah, Xbox, mm-hmm. definitely the best. Um, Ubisoft, also very, very good. Um, but Limited limited Run Games, if it wasn't niche, uh, I think that one would be in the same conversation too. So definitely worth checking that Do you one out. you think that's part of its charm, though? Because yeah. it is niche, they can get away with a lot more because... If you're looking at a demographic of a limited run games, I don't like to generalize, but I reckon that they are in the late 20s, like mid 40s kind of vibe. Like the, the limited run is for people who like to collect video games. And we're moving into a digital media now where a lot of people are just wanting digital stuff and they're not asked about all the physical stuff. So the demographic of people that are buying from limited run games probably do get that kind of humor, the stupidity over the top, very self aware. Uh, like I said, humour. So yeah, was, GG's to them. They've clearly got the red screwed on with it. There were so many good jokes though, like laughing at the digital future. Like I can't even remember the way they were doing it, but it was basically the joke was just like, well, we're going to play our games forever. Losers. It was kind of that sort of vibe. And there was another bit where they cut out to a... Uh, um, Let's 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 go live to our YouTuber influencer, and it was just basically some bloke just stood there, just over the top, going, "Hi, I'm a YouTuber influencer that influences on 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 YouTube," and uh, <laughs> uh, and and it was basically not adding anything to the show, but full on uh, <laughs> self aware taking the piss. It was it was genius. It was genius. Check it out. Genuinely, if you're not doing anything today, you want something because I don't think there's a two o'clock kickoff in the football today. So if you want something to keep you busy no, for sorry, half an hour, results in it. So yeah, just, yeah, just... two results matches. Stick that on. There you go. But then you'll get two results. Jobs are good. Nice. Anyway, uh, let's jump through the chat uh, quickly. Chatbot is on, Graham, 2021. It is. It is. It's actually, I say it's on. It's open. Is it actually logged in? It's not logged in. Fuck's sake. I can do it. (laughs) Uh, My authorization token is invalid. Nice. You do yours, babe. Uh, well, it looked like it was on. It was open. It was open. Uh, to be fair, this PC has been stripped down. Do, do you know what? If if you if you don't clean your PC very often, let me be. Um, I'm now a convert. After cleaning my PC the other day, make sure you clean your PC because mine was disgusting. I, I, mm-hmm. Like it was just penned in behind my screens. Do you know, actually, can I show you? Can I get old cam on this? Are you still got it on to me? Now yes, I've turned it off. There you go. Now you haven't. So now my PC is over there. Um, I can actually get into it to clean it, whereas before it was kind of squashed in. Um, so, yeah, clean your PC. Do it. Do it. You, your PC will love you for it. Nice. Um, so, Gagad, good morning. Ads, good morning. Hashtag Switch Pro confirmed. 4K. Uh, I'll read Northern Lads says Return of the Mac by the way if you do want another podcast to listen to feel free to go check out uh, Return of the Mac channel I found out this morning I didn't realise it was happening before but the uh, the guys at the 30 plus community which is a, um, I mean, what's the best way of describing you guys is it a discord community 
of content creators. Is that unfair or is that a good uh, summation? If it is, then basically there's a bunch of content creators in Discord um, that have come together to create a nice home with Discord place and they have started their own podcast um, which was hosted on Return of the Mac channel and will be put onto podcast services I believe. So make sure you go check out Return of the Mac and, and the other guys from 30 plus 2. Uh, good morning Chaos Riot Zero. How the devil are you sir? Uh, Mr. Garlic Clark is in the chat. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Ad says a lot to recap from Capcom. <laughs> no comment. No comment. That was that was genuinely a disappointing conference. Um, as much as we were talking, we were trying to be positive about the conferences, talking about the limited run games and stuff like that. You have to men- uh, consider the fact that we didn't mention Square Enix and we didn't mention Capcom in our roundup today, like the, that that brief discussion. And that's because they, whilst they weren't, no, they, no, they were they were bad. They were uh, Square Enix was better in my opinion um, because there was something new. But Capcom was just, it was, why bother? Why bother? Uh, if you want to see that, then you should be able to check out the broadcast from last night. Mr. Garlic Clark with a sub. I can hear it, but I can't see it because 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 it's not in my feed. Nice. Uh, well, do you know what? Gary sounded like he subbed, but he didn't. There we go. There he is. It's in the Twitter one. Gary has subbed uh, for nine whole months. Twitch, baby. Yes. Thank you very much, Mr. Garlic Clark. Good morning. Appreciate you. Also, I don't know when these came through. They said they came through one day ago. I don't know if this was yesterday when we were on Nico's stream or what, but Magic Man subscribed for the full year. Um, and it says that Bib did 34 months. Was that yesterday or was that last week? Yeah, that was just, no, that was during the scoop yesterday. Ah, in the scoop. Ah, obviously, yeah, I wasn't on the scoop yesterday. That's why it's complete. I'm thinking it's Monday. God, there we go. Uh, back in the room. Nice. Well, thank you, Bib, for the sub and Madge and Gary. Hey, you're welcome. You're lovely people. Lovely. Um, uh, Madge says Hunters from Capcom. <laughs> no comment. Uh, Munter Hunter for the win. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you weren't in Capcom, that was that was one of the most exciting moments. Was when Nico miss said Monster Hunter as Munter Hunter, and and that was kind of that was the show made right there. Nice. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm worried about Nintendo's E3 after what I've seen today. Says ads. What have you seen today? Give us the spoilers. Do, do let us know. Let us know. Uh, apparently, just software. Or just software. Mm. As yep. in, they're just going to be showing games. But no, uh, we had a discussion this morning in the disc. Yeah, we had a discussion this morning in our Discord um, about the potential bacon chin mentioned. I think Switch Pro at the end of Treehouse means that they stick to software-based chat and then go, oops, we forgot, and it's out now. And I was like, imagine, they'll be absolute limbs if that was the case. <laughs> um, but... But they're going to make you try and watch the treehouse, aren't they? Because they know for a fact that three hours is a hell of a long time. So they're going to want to try and entice you with something. I personally don't think it's going to be the Switch Pro, but I think there's going to be something worthwhile watching the treehouse for. Maybe not for three hours, but it may be something that you catch up with after the fact. Yeah. Well, we will have a live watch along tonight. Uh, so if you want any extra content, usually Tuesday is the day where you get the scoop and the scoop alone, nothing else. Today we will have our final E3 watch along, which will be the Nintendo Direct, which is at 5 p.m. That's about 40 minutes, according to Nintendo's words. So we will be on from from probably quarter to five till about 
quarter to six, six o'clock-ish tonight to give you that conference. We will not do the uh, the the three house or three hours of tree house uh, that follows that. We will mm-hmm. recap anything that does come out of that, obviously, mm-hmm. on tomorrow's episode of The Scoop. Um, okay, let's get ready to jump into some moves. Uh, moves? News? Let me just uh, jump through the rest of the chat. Is it the Xbox mini fridge? It's not. So whilst that is cool, the Xbox One, you can probably fit about five cans in that, so it's not that one. Um I do have uh, a sub-cold fridge, no spawn. That's just the name of it. It says it right there, which is pretty big and decent. It's nice. Um, Sony will win E3 after E3 is over with their own event. <laughs> maybe, maybe. To be fair, that Microsoft conference is going to take some beating. It, even Sony's biggest state of play will still be hard pushed to do better than what Microsoft has done in there. Because, it, what was it, like 31, 32 games? And all but two, three, four of them were on Microsoft's game pass it's, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous microsoft are basically like no games on xbox here you go <laughs> boom game over exactly that was it uh gamescom is where we'll see pest 22 uh microsoft showed us um with free uh, showered us with free games and lots of exclusive stuff that looks good easily the most impressive showcase says match 100 100% bacon chin says morning shaggers what you need uh everything just you just here in the chat just being you. Good morning, Mr. Bacon. How are you? Uh, Lake, uh, I liked how PC Show was a bit like old-time strategy action games with the cutscene like videos and limited run was pure class of show. Yeah, exactly. That was the, that was the nice thing. The, the PC gaming show, is, it was weird because, because it was different. Not weird because it wasn't good. It was weird because E3 has become super formal and I like the fact that like limited run PC gaming show was kind of still still communal in that sort of sense. Online community, there you go. That's that's the easiest way to put it. Um, no Switch Pro today. I saw Nintendo uh, say software only. Um, we've pen- uh, plenty not creating content. Appreciate the shout out. Well, appreciate you guys as well. Um, Capcom stream could have been a tweet. Exactly, exactly. The way Bibby mentioned it yesterday says, why why do you need a conference for that? You could put that in a blog. Um, done. That's it. Over, you can, you've got space to overwrite for the blog. Uh, that's it. Easy. Uh, so there's no Zelda being shown also, apparently, like No Breath of the Wild 2, just Zelda remastered. Uh, Enix says, yo, yo, good morning, good morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for ads, it's the treehouse of off- uh, horror if there's no Zelda. Enix says, <laughs> Naraka being, Naraka? Nar- Nar- I don't know what that one is. Been on my radar for ages, beta tomorrow. Well, there you go. Good morning, Plum Rico. Anyway, good morning, everyone. I did say I would try uh keep up the pace tomorrow, so, uh, this morning. So let's jump into our first story. If you were around for the Halo conference, or maybe not the conference, maybe you were around for the Halo multiplayer overview that followed that. I haven't seen that. The video for that is embedded in our next article. I haven't seen the multiplayer overview, but we do have some details coming from that around the Halo uh, Battle Pass and how that could potentially be changing the landscape of Battle Passes going forward. We'll then follow that to give you something about Microsoft changing the cases. So Xbox Game Box will be changing once again. Back for Blood DLC will be accessible to everyone as long as you know someone that knows it and then razor shows off its new face mask so we've been wearing face masks for the last i don't know five thousand years it feels like now but if you want one with rgb leds and stuff built into it well razor has you covered we'll come on to that at the end of the show but as mentioned the first story of the day is on halo uh, this is written by tom ivan of egc and it says halo infinite multiplayer overview video reveals battle passes won't expire 343 also details customization options, vehicles, equipment, academy mode, 
and more. There's a whole lot of stuff just in the tagline there. So 343 Indices has released a Halo Infinite multiplayer overview video offering a deeper look at the game's online component. You know, I'm going to hit play on this video, but it's 12 minutes long, so I'm just going to put it on for, for a bit of fluff rather than anything else. Whilst ambiance. Whilst I'm reading. Exactly, ambiance. Good word. Nice. Bibby's had his weebix this morning. Bit of ambiance. Um... Microsoft confirmed. <laughs> oh, fuck all, I'm starving. <laughs> Microsoft confirmed on Sunday that the game's free to play multiplayer experience will launch alongside its campaign during the 2021 holiday season. It will support cross play and cross progression on consoles and PC. In a 12 minute video above, uh, released on Monday, 343 Industries shared further details of what's in store for players, including information about Halo Infinite's battle passes and the studio's stance on loot boxes. They also revealed plenty of information about customer customization options, vehicles, equipment, and onboarding features for series newcomers. Oh, see, that bit interests me. Uh, obviously, I have not read this article. I'm going through this article for the first time, so that does catch my attention. Anyone that's watched any of the uh, uh, broadcasts leading up to the Halo conference, uh, starting with last year's first look at it, all the way through to being in the Xbox conference on Sunday, I'm not a Halo player. Um, it doesn't really speak to me. So if they've got stuff for onboarding newbies, Okay, okay, now now I'm in the conversation, so let's continue. Uh, we're coming at this from a player-first mentality, so what that means is that there's no random loot in this. There's no loot boxes, said live design director Ryan Paradis. Uh, uh, it's very important to us that everyone understands how they unlock customization content, and we have a variety of places where they can do that. One of those is the game's battle passes, which won't expire, according to Christopher Blome, who leads the design team in charge of progression, customization, and commerce for Halo Infinite. The Halo Battle Pass will never be taken away from you, he said. What, I'm, uh, what I mean by this is once you buy it, it is yours and it does not expire. In future seasons, you can purchase all Battle Passes as well as the current Battle Pass and choose which Battle Pass to put your progression towards. Uh, Paradis added, all of this... Uh, all of these rewards are single source, so you're never going to be confused where things are coming from. If you can unlock something in the Battle Pass, we're not going to let any other players circumvent that by purchasing it out of the storefront. Uh, Bloom claimed, a lot of our stuff is unlocked through playing the game and only through playing the game and said, all customization is just cosmetic. Paradise also said every Halo Infinite season, quote, will have its own theme and introduce new components, new looks, new, game for, uh, new gameplay for players, new opportunities to earn and collect cool rewards. Equipment returns with a bigger voice than ever before, with 343 viewing it as another avenue of not just skill expression, but tactics for teams to coordinate around. Classic power-ups like Overshield and Active Camouflage are inventory items that can be used at any time after being picked up but are dropped upon death. Uh, for the first time, vehicles like the Warthog will handle differently depending on, on how they're damaged. For example, if their wheels or hood are blown off, eventually they will catch fire and explode. The Razorback is billed as a cousin to the Warthog with a multi-storage compartment which can be used to store things like detached turrets, power weapons and fusion coils. Uh, vehicles are dropped into the matches via Pelican with a commander giving players a heads up and the field is resupplied with arms via Halo 2 style Delta Halo weapon pods. Players will also have their own personal AI which provides moment-to-moment -moment updates and pointers during matches. 
Customization is said to be deep, with millions of combinations available at, at launch across weapons, vehicles, and Spartans. Players can choose their Spartans' body type, voice, and prosthetics, plus individual armor pieces, including their coating, emblems, and effects. Customization will be available uh, available via the Halo Waypoint website and app too. Another new Halo feature is Academy, which will include a series of onboarding experiences for newcomers who want to learn the game or just warm up before heading into matchmaking from tutorials to weapon drills and a training mode with customizable bots. Whole lot of information to take in there. Mm -hmm. Bots start at the very beginning. Start where the title started. Halo is changing up battle passes. You get the battle pass, you keep it. You don't have a time frame to unlock it. Uh, you get it, and you can do it next month. You can do it in season six if you want. Good thing or a bad thing? What are your thoughts, babe? I think this is a very good thing. I like the fact that you could potentially buy it, say it gets released in November. You could still be trying to plug that through in April or May the following year. Like that's cool purely because it doesn't limit you to absolutely slamming the game for 30 days it's just there may be other battle passes that come out but the specific one that you've bought can play till you've completed it and if you wanted to buy a new one because there's loads of other stuff in there that you wanted to you can just change your progression tree like this is cool i love this and i would like other games to try and take this the only one that i think they would have trouble with trying to emulate um who would try and have trouble trying to emulate this sorry would be the Fortnite one purely because of the chapters that they have and the um, the other elements that they have coming in. So like the Star Wars, for instance, they'll only have that for a limited amount of time because the license may only last for that season. So it's not as if you can go back and play the uh, the, the Star Wars game from two years, sorry, the, the Fortnite chapter from two years ago where we was playing it constantly and you got to have all the lightsabers and that. They just won't be able to do that for our licensing reasons but with this maybe with no outside interference you can come in and you can just play a particular battle pass until you complete it and then move on to the next one i i really really like this i think call of duty could potentially do something like this as well but i don't know i think this is the best way to be able to go through a battle pass it's out there me personally do you know what? I, th I, th I think i think you're right i love the idea let me let me give you an example that I've spoken about quite often um, when it comes to obviously my favorite BR is PUBG. I mean, I, I can I can actually touch it for the first time on stream. I have a PUBG loot crate right next to me, which was hung up behind my uh, studio. I've got PUBG bits uh, on the shelf. I've got a level three helmet sat there and stuff. So big PUBG guy, nice, yeah, I like that military mm. helmet. I want the frying pan so I can smash people in the face. So so when I get season eleven, which is pajama pie or whatever it was, season twelve, I can't remember what it was. I blocked it out of my mind since then, which was horrendous. Very, very bad decision. I can choose to not purchase that. But that doesn't mean, like, in, in, in Halo's terms, oh, well, you've got nothing to work on. It's a case of, oh, you didn't finish Season 6 those months ago when we had a desert camo army militaristic boots on the ground skin that you, you wanted but didn't finish. Okay, well, go do that instead, which I love that idea. Uh, chances are, if I'm heavily invested and 12 seasons in, I'm probably going to finish the other battle passes before. But if I haven't, that gives me the opportunity to go through... Um, and pick, uh, did I spot Vimto a little bit? Okay, let's just see what that was then. Nice, get the Vimto. Um, <laughs> but that is, that's cool for me. Is it, I, I get the idea of the the timed closes on the battle passes because that's a, that's whole, uh, 
from a commercial, not a user perspective, from a commercial perspective, if you put a limited time on something, you make it so that people have to get it now because there is a mm -hmm. time closing it. You get impulse purchases. The fear of missing out is led by impulse, uh, leads to impulse purchasing. Oh shit, I need it. I don't want to miss it. Boom, I bought it. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't really need to spend the eight quid, but I've bought it now anyway. Let's crack on. Um, but if you can buy that season pass, so if I can go back now and go, oh, I want a Deadpool skin, but I missed out the uh, the Marvel superheroes bit of Fortnite chapter two season whatever. Um, Halo will go, okay, we'll just go and buy that Battle Pass now. You don't have to worry about it, which is cool. I do like that element. And, and I've said before, I'm completely on board with the Battle Pass mechanic. Um, do I think it's perfect? No. Um, do I think it could get better? Yes. Is it better than anything we've had before? In my opinion, yes. In terms of games that offer DLC packages and, and things like that, the Call of Duties and stuff like that, I think Battle Passes are a better mechanic than anything we've had for that same type of game. Don't, not, don't necessarily mean it should be in every game, but for that kind of game, I think it's wonderful. But it's not perfect, and Halo is, is iterating on that now. <clears throat> so the fact that Halo are going, okay, we'll see what you're doing, with the battle passes, um, we understand that you've taken people away from being forced to spend forty-five quid for the for the full Call of Duty season pass, as they used to call it, for the full game. Forty-five quid, you'll get access to DLC one, two, and three. You've got three time yeah. DLC drops that no one else is going to play. That you never really get to use. It's not perfect, but we take forty-five quid off you now. Whereas doing it the other ways, okay, if we split it down, you only have to spend six quid here and there. It's easier, more stomach, mm -hmm. stomachable. Some people might not spend the full forty-five quid, so they can save money. Some people will overspend, but they get a better content out of it. It's it's just yeah. it. They've gone for that, but then gone. Okay, well. Why do we have expiry dates on this content? There's no reason for these expiry dates other than our internal commercial needs. So maybe maybe mm -hmm. we put the needs of the consumers first and just get rid of that. And it's, it's genius. It's, it's, it's so simple and obvious. Will it work for them? We'll have to see. Um, but the idea is genius. I love it. I love it. Nice one, Xbox. I'd, I'd love to know the, the demographic of who's playing Halo now. Is it the same people who was playing Halo 20 years ago? They're just a lot older. Obviously, I was playing it, and I was 10 at the time. Um, that was my obviously very first Halo, and then I was playing Halo 3 when I was 16, having a good time. And recently, I've gone back and played the other ones. I fell out of it when once they stopped making them on the 360 because I'd moved on to um, my PS4 by then, so I was a lapsed. Halo fan, uh, Halo player. I say fan in the very loosest terms. I enjoy the games. I'm not a super fan like Jordan is, but recently went through and I played Halo Reach. I think on my PC and I streamed that, and then I went back and I streamed ODST because ODST was my favorite. So I'd like to know the demographic because I think if it's the same people who was playing it 20 years ago, and the player base hasn't really haven't got new like. 15 16 year olds coming in and playing it i'm wondering if this is because they know that people who were playing it 20 years ago have other commitments now so they may have a full-time job they may have uh two or three kids they have a wife they've got a house they've got after school clubs that they need to go and pick the gate uh, the kids up from so all this stuff if they break it down makes so much sense for them to be able to do especially knowing that it may take them it uh, may take the average user two or three months to be able to check it off rather than being able to play three or four hours a day like they used to do that's the way I hope that they've kind of thought about this because, again, that would be Microsoft putting the consumer first, which is the kind of thing that they've been doing for the last 18 to 24 months, which is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the last 18 to 24 months, I'll just jump back through the chat to get some 
uh, comments from you guys in the chat. And Enix says, such a good response from everyone in the gaming community on Halo's multiplayer. My, uh, Master Chief Collection was the test, and I think I mentioned it last week, Master Chief Collection set the standard of battle passes, and it could be the next evolution. Also, uh, new training mode, you can go in and practice in bots in a lobby while you wait for your matches. Uh, Mr. T says, not going to lie, that video got me hyped. True evolution of Halo multiplayer, and it will welcome in new players. In brackets, mm -hmm. for me to kill. <laughs> That's me! <laughs> well, and I'm dead. And I'm dead. Uh, Enix saying Fortnite has copied Halo in its recent battle pass. Uh, see, that's what you want to see, though. That's exactly what you want to see. Um, Halo has a battle pass because it's copied Fortnite uh, and and the like. I'm not, I don't know if for certain if Fortnite was the first thing that ever had a battle pass or whether they copied that from anything from mobile or whatever, but it doesn't matter where it came from. It's the fact that everyone is learning mm -hmm. off of everyone, and I want to see more of that. Evolving it. Exactly. Adapt. Uh, incorporate and overcome. Uh, because that, 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 that's the one. That's the one. Okay, let me uh, take the, that off because the video's finished. Nice. Um, uh, Case Rise Zero says, I'm wondering how expensive and always available Battle Pass is, uh, to which Enix says it'll be the same price. They're just removing the time limit. Player base is a mix old school and new players. Do you know what? I think, it, I think um, and this is a purely stereotypical view of someone that um, isn't... Uh, an Xbox fanboy to the point where I have a, an Xbox One S, uh, not even a One X, um, but I'm open to the idea of Xbox, but I'm not a Halo fanboy either. I would see Halo as being an older player base than the the Battle Royale genre of shooters. Yeah. Um, that said... Xbox and Game Pass and everything Microsoft have done in the last 12 to 24 months, 100% has opened the doors for that for that age. Let's let's say sticking shit numbers off the top of my head. Let's say Warzone is a a 10 to 24 game. Um Halo for me in my head is probably a uh an 18 to 24 or 16 to 24, it kind of misses out the lower end. Not that the games are made for those age groups, but you know what games are like. People play everything anyway. I think everything Microsoft has done has opened the doors for more creators and more viewers and therefore more players to be able to play that game going forward. So I would heavily expect Halo's bottom end to drop over the next 12 months after the game's released. There will be a lot more new blood for Asim and everyone else to, to teabag. Because let's face it, that's what Halo's about. Nice. Um, I think that's the thing, right? Halo is a big. Uh, Halo is big, but audience is probably mostly ones that grew up playing it. They probably know that. And this evolution, modernization, uh, is the, their way to bring in new people. Smart about time. Halo multiplayer is fast paced, fun. More people playing it. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> Me no spell today. I saw it. It's fine. It's Twitch chat. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, remember, Halo has teabag physics, and so it should. And so it should. Uh, anyway, we'll put a pin in that, though. So, Halo Infinite Multiplayer, there is a 12 minute video linked in the article. We can drop the link into the chat if anyone does want it so, so you can see the video for yourself. Uh, watch the full 12 minutes updates there you go bib nice um so that is in there but sticking with xbox not going too far away we'll jump into the next uh, bit of news which is that don't adjust your xbox microsoft changes game cases again still green though says owen s good uh at polygon there we go um where does it start? There we go. Microsoft is apparently changing the game cases for Xbox titles. Box art seen at Best Buy and other retailers more prominently calls out the compatible platforms while eschewing the embossed Xbox logo that fronted game cases uh, since the launch 
of Xbox One. It's a subtle change, and considering how many full copy sales of video games take place online today, one that some may not notice for a while. It also seems necessary considering Microsoft is supporting two consoles and the Xbox Series X's backward compatibility notwithstanding, some games are in fact Series X only. Um, Microsoft has long aspired to unify its video game presence under a single brand, but it still can't quite seal the deal. Xbox games are sold on the Microsoft Store, for example, while PC subscribers uh, peruse the Xbox Game Pass for PC library. And let us never speak of games for Windows Live, which Microsoft needed uh, yeah. two years to finally shut down. Bottom line to you, the consumer... Not much, really. The design change probably means Microsoft saves a few cents stamping the Xbox logo on the top. And we now return you to your regularly scheduled E3. So big, detailed news. The package has changed. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I know it's going to take you a while to, to churn through this one, babe, but give us your honest and detailed thoughts. Yeah, I think someone who hasn't bought an Xbox game for a while... I think changing the packaging up like this to be more clear is probably the right thing to be able to do. Like I said, that not a lot of, not every single Xbox Series X game is going to be playable, backwards compatible. So the fact that it's clearly stamped on there and it has a big, like, white ticker at the top, like the, I've got a PlayStation 5 game here. Funnily enough, it's Resident Evil. One second. It looks no different from the PlayStation 4 version, apart from it's got a white sticker at the top. But this looks. Same, same, but different enough to be able to notice the difference. So I don't have I got a PlayStation Four game. Yeah, okay, it's one for us. In so Club Two, Resident Evil Eight. There isn't much difference in that apart from. Uh, let me just take it out the three D case. Boom. It's just a little ticker at the top. Different color. That's it. Nothing else different. But this obviously changes the shape of what the logo is at the top and it tells you exactly what is playable on, which is great news for people who potentially are buying these as gifts because I imagine the returns on them would be quite high otherwise. So yeah, again, it's just a it's a nice little subtle change that probably wouldn't have cost them the world, but it's a massive step in the right direction again. So there you go. I mean, I will jump back into the split. And bring this up so you can see the subtle changes. Uh, so there's the new pack shots um, in the article. So, so there's Xbox there's logo. Time splitters as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was rogue. Um, so Xbox Series X, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and then the old school, just Xbox logo. That does make it easier. And hopefully that will help parents because we've mentioned it many, many times before uh, when we were heavily in Meme City that Xbox One Box X Series Box One S Plus S X Plus Box. Mm. Oh, it's just like, what? what? So, so that might make it a bit easier. Nice. Um Box art looks so much better. I uh, love the new look of the box art. I'll never see them in the flesh, though, as I'll be getting all of them on Game Pass. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Chris says, Xbox technically have three systems, Xbox One, Xbox One X, and now the Xbox Series S and X. Exactly. And that and that's, that's I think that kind of, that's it. So the One the one X and the Series X and the One S and the Series S, it's just, it's confusing. It's fine for us because we kind of, we're, we've, We've understood it. Once you once you understand it, it's pretty straightforward, really. Um, but there's parents out there that will have no idea, so that hopefully makes it a little bit easier. The fact that they can just they've got the idiot box. It's just a little white bit at the top that says Series X, Xbox One. Boom, that's it. Um, so hopefully they'll, that will help 
solidify the difference between the one and the series consoles. Nice, nice. Uh, by the way, we can play some chaos on PS5. They fixed the demo. Is that the Final Fantasy one, or am I getting that mixed up? Yeah, because I saw that it was down for two days or something, and I saw that there was an update message this morning. But yeah, there you go. Well, fill your boots, fill your boots. Um, for us though, we will jump into our next bit of news, which is back for Blood DLC. Uh, if you know someone that's got it, well, you can play it. That's 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 pretty much the message. Is uh, Andy Chalk, a PC gamer, says Back for Blood DLC will be accessible to everyone in a party as long as one player owns it. It's basically. The, uh, the Spotify slash Netflix of video games. Nice. Turtle Rock wants to clear that point up right away. Uh, Back for Blood, in case the title isn't enough of a giveaway, is the Left 4 Dead-alike co-op zombie shooter that's now in development at Turtle Rock Studios. Over the weekend, Turtle Rock revealed how the game's PvP mode will work, as the survivors, uh, one team of players, uh, will attempt to hold out against zombies known as Ridden in the game for some reason, controlled by another team. What he didn't get into, though, is how the game will avoid splitting its player base between people who purchase post-launch content and those who do not. The answer is pretty simple. Turtle Rock explained in a brief update that as long as the uh, the leader of a PV pie owns, paid, uh, owns a paid content drop, including maps, modes, and campaign content, everyone else in the party will be able to play it too. On the PvP side, all players will have access to the same cards at the start of a match, so there will be no imbalance. And furthermore, all PvP-related content will be earned through gameplay so extra purchases will not be required uh, players who don't buy the content drops can earn new playable characters and ridden in pvp for free through progression turtle rock said additionally all pv players have access uh, pvp players have access to the same cards at the start of each match regardless of whether those players have purchased content drops or not for now turtle rock is fully focused on compete uh, completing and releasing back for blood so it'll be a while yet before we hear anything more about post-launch plans but the studio said it wanted to clarify the point now to ensure that uh, ensure that followers feel good about the game back for blood shooting looks good but the bigger question is whether it can replicate the all valve magic nat recently said there's something flat and indistinct about it compared to the games i hope it hopes to emulate and that's without the charm uh valve sensibilities brought to those first two games back for blood will never be left for dead three there's still time to tune that up though back for blood is set to come out on october 12th so there you go Back for Blood does not have a battle pass. What it does is the more traditional DLC elements. But to it, I mean, one of the things I was saying about battle passes, they are good because they iterate on DLC of days gone by and make them a bit more accessible. Mm. One of the issues with DLC is, is if you got it, you were in a different pool. Um, Back for Blood hopes to get past that by meaning that at least one person you're playing with has it means that you're not going to be excommunicated. Obviously, limitations to that. But what are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, uh, I can't wait to play this game. Um, it, it's inevitable that I will be buying Battle Pass stuff and things like that for this or DLC because I played the ever-loving shit out of uh, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. So, yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, it, for someone who will be playing it a lot and then you potentially may pick it up later down the line, we both get to play the same maps and shit like that. You can't argue. I mean, that, that that potentially should be the staple going forward. I know they'll lose a lot of money because you potentially won't play it on your own. You'll probably be playing it with me and then therefore they'll lose that money from you. But still, they'll be looking at trying to keep that player base active numbers high. So this is the best way to be able to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, the thing with battle passes as well is as much as I, I love the idea of a battle pass in a game, it doesn't necessarily mean that every game... It, it applies to it and and 
and having those like open-ended um, solos, squads, duos, and things of a battle royale-ish sort of game doesn't necessarily mean that 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 pushing forward for content will work exactly the same in a game like Back for Blood. So I think yeah. I think they've probably sat down, had that a conversation themselves, and said, okay, well, battle passes are nice, doesn't really. It doesn't really work with what we're trying to achieve, so we kind of need to stick to that old. I say old as if it's as if it's outdated. That that um, historic DLC sort of angle. Um, but how do we modernize that? And 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 um, as mentioned, there are modern examples. Spotify. Who who pays for Spotify? Bibby does. Uh, who gets it for free? Graham does, which is exactly how we would play <laughs> Back for Blood DLC. So there you go. Absolutely. Uh, and we all we all know someone that that has a uh, a Netflix account or a Disney Plus account uh, going cheap kind of thing off of someone else. So we all know like that sort of stuff. People are used to sharing content with other people with their player base, and that's kind of good because it means that someone like Bib, who might be yeah, I actually want to spend uh, a good. 60 hours let's just throw an arbitrary number at back for blood whereas i i might jump in for 10 15 20 hours but if Mm -hmm. if i have to spend that extra whatever money to play with bib i'm not going to do it so that means bibby's 60 hours are are damaged not just my 15 hours um so by letting it bibby pay for his content and then me jump in with it bibby gets his 60 hours and gets the full enjoyment the 15 hours that i'm jumping in with him he gets the enjoyment of that too so yeah it's 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 good I i like the balance ggs and i like the fact that they've come out to to squash that as well because i don't doubt there was probably some rumblings of there's no battle pass what is this so yeah it's, it's nice yeah. it's nice what graham is saying is it's tight as fuck you do know i'm northern right i, I mean it's kind of in, in our nature we're all tight as fuck i mean I, I work in the video games industry only because that means i don't have to pay for all the games that's what it is i get some for free that's literally why i chose this job short arms long pockets long pockets these don't end mate these don't end um uh love games that does this think killing floor 2 did this says enix return the matter says i have three brothers and we all pay for a different service and share the details yeah so i'm i am the um the disney plus purchasey so i i get the the, I get Spotify off Bib uh, on one of his spare accounts. I get Netflix off the mother-in-law, but I am the Disney Plus purchaser. So yeah, sharing is caring. I mean, just don't tell anyone that because because I don't want to be I don't want to admit to being a northerner that pays for something. So yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Back for Blood DLC will be coming free to anyone that has a friend that has it. So long story short, everyone, if you want to play the game, make friends with Bib, and you are covered. Nice, nice. Okay, let's finish off with something a little bit odd. It's, it's, it's the simplest way of putting it. I did see this mentioned last year and kind of ignored it. Um, so I haven't read this article, so we'll go through it together. But I did mention it at the start. Razor shows off its RGB-laden face mask during E3 2021. Uh, more info about Project Hazel has been unveiled, including a quarter four release window. This is written by Chloe Prince at The Gamer. And before I jump into it, I just want to say I genuinely thought this was an April Fool's. When I saw this, I think it was around that sort of time, like like a like one of those. You always see mm-hmm. brands going in. This is our April Fools. This looks like it could be real, but it's also bullshit. I genuinely thought that's what this was. So seeing this come back has caught me off off guard a little bit. Anyway, 
Earlier this year, Razer revealed that they're bringing out their very own face mask, which is almost certainly more interesting looking than your boring old surgical mask. Then, during their E3 2021 presentation, Razer revealed the high-tech gaming masks will be shipping later this year. Uh, dubbed Project Hazel, this outrageously fancy facial covering looks like something straight out of a dystopian cyberpunk universe and comes complete with two vents sporting strips of RGB LED lights. Not only is it real pretty, but it also provides actual safety according to Razer I guess that's a bonus right um, yeah. Razer is describing Project Hazel as the world's smartest mask uh, and as safe social and sustainable the masks which receive rigorous lab testing come with a secure silicon face seal an uh, internal anti-fog coating and an internal lighting which will keep your face lit up with pretty colors when you're in the dark razor also boasts that each of the masks filters last three times longer than a typical uh, single-use surgical mask and that production of the filters uses 80 percent less materials than the production of traditional surgical masks meaning less waste will be produced the safety aspect comes in thanks to the replacement N95 grade filters and high bacterial filtration efficiency factor, uh, active ventilation capabilities, and a fancy charging case lined with UV lights that apparently kills bacteria while the mask charges. So this is what the new normal feels like. Uh, mm. Project Hazel is set to release in early Q4 of this year, and Razer warns that there will be limited quantities and that sales uh, will thus occur in drops. You can sign up to get notified of these drops via the Razer website. Razer has also revealed a new gaming monitor, the Razer Raptor 27, with two versions boasting different refresh rates, 144Hz and 165Hz. They're also launching a fancy 130-watt USB charger for a cool $180, yikes, as well as the Razer Blade 14, a new gaming laptop complete with an AMD processor, which has the potential to be one of the best laptops on the market, according to YouTuber Mr. Sujano. Nice. Okay. Uh, try not to uh, mask your opinions here, baby. <laughs> RGB laden face mask. Would you stroll around Aldi in one of those? It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's genuinely ridiculous. There is a certain type of person that will be wearing this mask, and I can guarantee it will not be on my face. <laughs> it's 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 how can i put it yeah what, what's he called ryan reynolds there's a ryan reynolds uh gif that always gets shared and it's the, it's the is it where is it he's dressed in a medical gown i can't remember what film it's from and it's just a green lantern but why but why yeah. but why i mean razor shows off its rgb laden face mask but why? <laughs> yeah. But why? I mean, it's cool. As Gary said, by the time we release this, no fucker will be wearing masks. I agree. Freedom Day was meant to be on Monday. It's now been pushed back a month. This isn't coming until later on this year. So there's a certain demographic in the world that will be probably wanting this. ED face masks. Is it it, Chief? I mean, I, I, I'm on board with... Uh, with like novelty light shit. I mean, I have, I mean, not that you can really see it because I need to uh, sort out my lighting out, but I have a, an ice cream upwards neon sign there. You can see an LED uh, play bar there. I have some on the back of my desk. My PC's tricked out with us. So I am the kind of person that likes RGB stuff. But why? Imagine, imagine walking mm. home late night kind of thing. You've just got off a bus or got out of a taxi or, well, taxi is probably the best, uh, bad example because that drops you out outside usually where you wanted to go. But you've got off a bus and you're walking home, you stick your face mask on, it's pretty dark. 
that's just lighting you up. So it's like, hey, muggers and criminals, I'm over here. <laughs> it's like a big flashing arrow pointing at you. Not only that, <laughs> that's got to be expensive, right? Uh, so, yeah. so I remember like AirPods being stolen when they were first uh, launched. If that's if that's like a hundred and thirty quid mask kind of thing, people are going to be just having those. Yeah, it's, it's a bit odd. Yeah, bit odd. Bit odd. I mean, I like it. I like the novelty, but I like the novelty was enough for me when it was just an April Fool's in my mind. Yes, there is. Uh, it uses less resources for the filters than it does for a surgical mask. Um, yes, it has UV lights that kill stuff. But every time you plug that in to charge your RGB, if they're, t- if they're talking about using less resources and stuff as if it's good for the environment, I don't have to plug in my surgical mask to recharge it. So don't be coming mm-hmm. at me with with the fact that it's good for the environment because it uses electricity. So, so therefore, psh- but yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyway, West, how are you? Good, good morning. A good morning. Oh, it's still morning. Nice. Uh, how's the PUBG <laughs> going? Are you finished? Are you? Uh, are you uh, just just dropping in to say hello? Uh, I, I would have expected you to still be on for a little bit. But anyway, how are you doing? How are you doing? Anyway, we're talking about the fact that Razer is showing off its RGB laden face masks. So if you're not content to get rid of um, the social distancing that we've been. Um, putting up with the last 18 months and you think four weeks left of it is is just not enough and you want it to go a bit longer well you can invest in one of these that will be coming out about three months hopefully after lockdown has finished uh well maybe a couple of months after lockdown has finished there's quarter four release window for an rgb laden face mask there you go fill your boots fill your boots probably not going to do that unless razor go uh would you like one of these masks i'm like yeah go on then i'll have one for free but but until that point now it's gonna be so expensive as well and you then you have to change the filters on them they said that the last like three times as much uh longer than the surgical mask which is fair enough but the surgical mask cost me a quid for like 20 <laughs> and the filters on this are going to cost like 40 quid probably um however i did actually watch the razor keynote speak yesterday speech and i was skint looking at it like <laughs> all of the stuff i really really wanted and then you see the prices flash up on the screen so like for the laptop it's 1800 quid for the monitor it's 1200 quid it's like oh as if only i could afford stuff like that just on a whim just like not even think about it buy it and then move on but yeah yeah the I mean, stuff I- looks so good as well see i i i've stopped watching things like that cuz i tend to um a brand that I really like is Asus ROG, Republic of Gamers. Obviously, a lot of people would like it because it's expensive shit, but but I just I, I like their styling. It's usually like over the top gamery stuff, but it's cool enough to like to to get away from multifunctional stuff. Two of my monitors are, are ROG monitors, so I I love watching the ROG stuff, but I just sit there and thinking, okay, well, there's a microphone. And at the point of me watching the last conference, I had a Blue Yeti, which is a solid microphone. I now have an Elgato Wave 3, which is a very solid microphone. And they come along with the microphone. It's like, okay, well, that looks okay. It's got an LED lighting kind of stuff on it. Not particularly amazing. It also looks a little bit, a little bit, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let's see how much it costs. Seven million pounds. Okay, I'm probably not going to get one of those. Thank you, thank you. But no, no. So uh, I've just seen Chaos's comment. It'd be good for a rave, though. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, yeah, imagine that. I mean, this they, oh, they will cool. absolutely 100% be showing up in a film like Triple X. Do you know, like he, he goes to like 
um, some Eastern Bloc country in the middle of Europe. And there's always some guy with a complete shaved head, uh, nothing on his top half, tattoos everywhere or whatever. And um, it'd be some stereotypical Polish or Russian accent. And then they go into a a club and it's always like scantily clad raves, chains, fire coming out and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that is the environment. That is when you can wear one of those masks. So if you find yourself as an extra in triple X, Four or or whatever, then fill your boots. If you if you're gonna be in the next Triple X film, grab one of these. We would highly recommend. Uh, do you know? I wonder if we can get that on the product marketing page. Do you know when you go to a website and you get those little, little indents of text, and it could be like, if you're gonna be in Triple X Four, must buy uh, ice cream uploads 2021. There you go. There you go. That's it. Sold. That's it. We found your audience. Uh, and on that bombshell, let's wrap things up. Uh, jumping through. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, I'll, I'll never understand why clear masks exist. Uh, the only good thing about having to wear a mask is mouthing fuck off to the idiots in front of you in the shops because they can't see you do it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't even need that because I've got like light up masks. I mean, not that you can really see them, but I've got a, an Iron Man helmet there and a Doom Slayer helmet there. Both of those have lights in, so I could just walk around Tesco in one of those, just just flipping people off kind of thing. Well, not flipping people off because that would be the hand and stuff and they'd see that. It kind of defeats the point of a mask. But yeah, there you go. Um, There was a comment that David said, we're not tight, we just have a good grip. Exactly, says the Knopf. Thank you very much, David. Um, Had to stop for a family issue, says West. Oh, I hope it's not anything serious. I'm assuming it's not because she's sat in the chat because if if it was serious and you were just chatting about LED face masks, then probably not the best role model. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fine. We appreciate the commitment to the cause. So thank you very much. <laughs> the wife's bleeding, but it's fine. We need to talk about LED face mask from Razor. Uh, imagine rocking up at the British Legion with that fucker on. Just just imagine it, though. You're like watching like Derby versus, I don't know, another a- a- team next year. Uh, Derby sitting 17th on the table, like close to the drop zone kind of thing. And then it just cuts to the crowd and you're just seeing like the usual, like, dejected, heartbroken faces, and then there's just someone stood there in the crowd with that on looking heartbroken. You'd be like, what the fuck? The fuck? (laughs) Um, uh, Clear masks are for deaf people who lip read. Yeah, David, you insensitive... Anyway, on that bombshell, thank you everyone for being here. We are, we are going to wrap things up. I did mention it a second ago, but we are going to disappear. Appreciate you being here for another episode of The Scoop. We'll be back at 10 a.m. with the next edition of The Scoop. As it's Tuesday, there's usually no additional streams, but also, as I mentioned, we will be back tonight. Around quarter to five-ish, we'll be back live on this channel. Myself and Bib will be joined by show for the Nintendo E3 uh, Direct. So there is two Nintendo broadcasts. There's the Direct followed by the Treehouse. The Direct's about 40 minutes. The Treehouse house is like three hours we will not be covering the treehouse but we will have you for the full direct for a watch along tonight so feel free to come back and join us for that uh before any of that though mr bib yes is, is there anything you want to add Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us, not just this week, but for the entire weekend, not just on our channel, but on our French channels as well. You guys are the MVPs that I've been making, especially with shows like last night, just making it a lot more enjoyable because we kind of lost interest. 
but the chat kept us going. Um, so you guys, absolute fucking legends. But I, if you do want to help... need to interject. We did not lose interest, because to lose interest means that there was something that had our interest in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three seconds of Resident Evil wasn't enough to keep my interest. Um, but if you do want to help shape our show going forward, then there's two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Or get involved with our Discord. All the links that you need will be in the video description below. If you are watching this on demand, are in the chat now all we need from you is the url plus your thoughts and impressions we would thank you if you are thoughts and impressions on the very next show which will be at what time tomorrow mr grave day uh well that's gonna be at 10 a.m ish 10 a.m ish we go live at 10 a.m ish each and every single weekday we work in the video games industry so the streams come around the work so sometimes it's 10 a.m sometimes it's not 10 a.m which is why we get the issue an exclusive subscriber remote it covers us off it's fine it's all good nice uh, what we are going to do now though is raid a friend so if you want to grab yourself a few extra channel points any twitch affiliate uh or above i say uh, above like this any better but you know what i mean any twitch affiliate or partner will have the ability to have channel points on their channel which is what we have so if you want channel points which allow you to make me sit up straight do do um, or you could buy yourself a sub if you're around long enough. If you want to get any channel points to save up for those kind of things, then feel free to stick around for the raid because you get extra points, plus we get to help out a friend by sending a few extra viewers their way, so stick around for that. Um, but that's it for us. Have yourselves a fantastic day. We'll see you at about 4.45pm tonight, twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. Me uh, and Bib, joined by Mr. Nintendo himself, ads, oh no, it, show. Sorry, that's the one, show. Uh, hopefully I'll have some Pokemon news in him because that would be the best thing ever. Watching show just erupt in every second of the word on stream the only way you can see it is to badge on the site until then have yourself a fantastic day and stay frosty stay frosty